raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Willie P joining us in said Planet Kia Studios. Willie, I just want to know, really, Hmm. what was the best reaction that you had in the multiple days that you donned the blue hair out in public, Spectrum Center, Walmart on Yonts Road, all over the place. What's the best reaction? You I, had? I, I loved the comparisons to Sonic. Uh, those are my favorite. Well, especially with the hairstyle. Yeah, those 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 were great. Um, the, the the best part about dyeing the blue hair it was washing the blue hair out. Honestly, because. <laughs> My hair felt very because the dye it, it kind of cakes up in your hair and mm. I and you know, like you can't wash your hair when it's that temporary dye, otherwise you know it goes away. So f- from that standpoint, I was very thankful after the remote Thursday night that uh, I could actually go back to styling my hair, washing my hair, and, and being somewhat normal. What was the time between you washing your blue hair and you also undergoing the professional photo shoot? Oh, the photo was. Uh, the photo is a couple months old. Oh, okay. So you just decided to release that. It was oh, yeah, like an no. album release. No, that's not. I got, I got, I got plenty from that photo shoot. I, got, I took that uh, before the before the wedding. That was uh, that was uh, latter part of uh, just December or January. I was at the height of the PhD weight loss. Me and Wes thought it was fire. I like that. I yeah, like that good. photo. Holding a soccer ball like you're palming a basketball. You're giving me that smirk. It's a little seductive, also a little dangerous so, too. So there was one part of the photo shoot where she asked me to to head a ball, <laughs> and I can't even tell you how many takes we took. We we could not get it to work. It was it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. Sniff out balls. Oh, okay. We got that one. Um, all right. That's Josh Fitty Marlowe coming in with the sound bite on Willie P. He joins us at the Planet Kia studio right now. Uh, let's talk about this game that happened this past weekend and really just overall the new role for Brant Bronico. I know we were talking a little bit before we hopped on the air, and you said he has a new role that you were interested in discussing. Yeah, it was interesting because we, we got a little bit of word before the game that Brant Bronica was going to play left back for Charlotte FC. And, and I think that all kind of took us a little bit aback because I didn't think Joseph Mora played bad in the first game for Charlotte FC. In fact, I think, you know, Jess actually named him man of the match. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, they just weren't getting what they wanted out of Joseph uh, from a going forward standpoint. And one thing Brant Bronico knows how to do is to get forward. I just I wondered if the defensive responsibilities were uh, going to mesh with his ability there. But uh, but he did a job, and I think it's something to be uh, watching for. What did they do with that left-back position? The, the back four as a whole has been something for Charlotte FC that has been a, a bit of an alarm bell after what happened in the offseason or at the end of last season with Guzman Carujo, the unfortunate uh, loss of Anton Walks, his uh, his passing away during the preseason. It has left Charlotte FC with a lot of questions when it comes to their back line. And unfortunately, uh, they reared their ugly heads on Saturday with two goals given up by uh, a header by du- Bill Tuiloma and then Adilson Malanda's untimely giveaway uh, that gave St. Louis the insurance marker in the end. 
Yeah, Willie P. People pointed to mistakes made in this match by Charlotte FC that cost them this game. What do you feel like their progress is at this point and were the mistakes in that last match? Is it due to like lack of chemistry, just like early season uh, woes, so to speak, or what do you attribute that to? You know, you know, Wes, it's it's difficult because they have such great phases of play, and it's not necessarily that they are in that phase of play and all of a sudden there's a momentary lapse, but I think it's something just as simple as that. They're all isolated incidents. It's, it's not as if they were suffering at any point in the game. I think the only point that you could basically say that was right after they scored the goal with Enzo Capetti in the 25th minute, St. Louis seemed to kind of rally at that point for a good uh, 10 to 15 minutes of the game that led up to the own goal from Tui Loma. But uh, that was just a simple communication issue between Tui Loma and Disniega. I think Disniega also uh, might have had a situation where he was caught in between in, in kind of a no man's land. If he's a little bit further back, maybe he's able to jump up and actually save that uh, header by Tui Loma coming back his way. He was a little too close to where the ball was played off of. So in that instance, I don't know if it's anything that they're doing wrong. It's just it comes down to knowing your communication. I think chemistry you brought up is a very, very valid thing you can look at and say it's it's still something they're working on because this isn't a group that, for the most part, we saw playing together during the preseason. I know that Christian Latanzio, and again, I'll preface in saying we didn't see all the preseason games, but uh, Bill Tulum wasn't here in the preseason. Uh, Ashley Westwood took a while to get here in the preseason because of a visa. Same thing to go with Capetti. So, and Brant Bronico wasn't playing left back in the preseason either. So I think it's they're still trying to find the right 11. And uh, as a result, uh, that sometimes might lead to issues that uh, we saw happen not only in St. Louis, but uh, the unfortunate uh, gaffe from Carol Svidersky that caused the lone goal against New England. If memory serves me correct, on the last appearance you made on the show, you said you thought Charlotte could finish in the top Seven or eight? Well, you held his feet to the fire and made him make a You're prediction. You're damn right. That's what we do. We that, don't ride the fence on Weston Walker. That, yeah, well, and you wouldn't let him, and I think it was That's a postseason right. prediction. I'll never let anybody. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, you know, has your opinion of the potential of this team changed after you've seen them on the field for a couple of matches? I, I don't think so. It's a 34-round season, guys. It's it's obviously from the, from the point that we sit right now, they're the only one of two teams who haven't gotten points in the Eastern Conference, which is not a good sign from them for the first two weeks, but they're also one point out of a playoff spot as it currently constitutes. So again, again, it's very, very early to be looking <laughs> yeah. at those type of things. The fact that nine teams get in the postseason now also helps them out a little bit. I think there's there's still plenty to get into uh, when it comes down to this next stretch. This next stretch of five games is all teams that are kind of right around where they were projected. Atlanta was a team that, you know, people were very much had a wide variance on where, you know, some people thought they were in for a resurgence and other people didn't think they did enough in the off season. They have Orlando coming up a team they've struggled with, but you don't know what exactly they added Red Bulls uh, who barely got themselves in the playoffs last year is another one. So it, it's, it's, a lot of teams right now kind of around them. There's a lot of parity in this league. Any team can beat anybody in any, any given day. Willie, what's the biggest move Christian Latanzio can make to get things back on track for Charlotte FC? I think it's got you got to get the right pairing up front right when it comes to the wingers and also from the attacking midfielder scenario. I think we all know Enzo Capetti is going to start at striker. That that position is going to go unchanged, at least from for now, until uh, maybe Vinicius Mello. If uh, we, we saw him out there at training today, I don't know if he's somebody who can threaten the starting lineup yet. Uh, I think you want to see him possibly get a couple of weeks of training back in there. But I think it's all about trying to get 
the right two wingers out there at the same time. We saw Svidersky there at the winger, and, and while he did have the one service in on the goal for Capetti, it's been a largely, uh, I don't want to say unimpressive start for Carroll, but I think there are times where he in the attack, he doesn't necessarily, you don't feel him, you don't feel his presence. One of the things I, I said in the broadcast about Enzo Capetti is that you know, he's somebody who can draw the ire of an opposition, whether it's going down to the box or being active in the press or scoring a goal like he did against St. Louis. Uh, you want Carol Svidersky to kind of be that threat, too, and he hasn't been, and that's something that's difficult. I think Camille Yozviak actually bounced back very nicely after a disappointing first contest. He was somebody who I think you could say was man of the match for Charlotte FC in the second match because he was very active on both sides. I think the central attacking midfielder spot is still very much in question. They used Shinyashiki there uh, in game two. They used Svidersky there in game one. I personally would like to see Nuno Santos possibly get some run there because I think he came on in game two uh, on Saturday against St. Louis and really showed you something. I think he's got creativity. I think we've seen it in, in spades, not just in the latter part of the regular season when he got limited action, but also during the preseason. He scored a goal against, uh, against uh, Birmingham. So f I do feel like getting those things correctly because there are still a lot of positions that I think are very much up for grabs. It's making those right decisions. I don't think the formation is going to change any. I think it's going to still be a basically a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1, depending on how your, your persuasion is with that. But I do feel like it is something that they're still monitoring in terms of which what is the best 11 out there for him. Jack wrote into the Garage Door Guru text line, we have not won a game since Willie washed out the die. That is certainly one way to look at it from Jack writing that in. And so maybe you need to go blue hair again. And they, lastly, they, they didn't win one while I had blue hair. Either. Yeah, but I don't, I don't really care about that. I, I like Jack's text better. And the bagel guy wrote in, when you talk to Willie P, make sure you mention to him that Mac wants to sage him to help Charlotte FC this weekend. Now we have used you as, I don't want to say, a puppet, but we have Punching absolutely yes. work, yeah. Well, okay, okay, fair enough. Yes, I can't really refute that. Mm. Would you be willing to be saged by one Mac and Bone in order to get past the bad spirits surrounding this team? Right. I mean, now? I, 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 I will take to being saged. I have no, I have no problem with that. It's just a matter of seriously. I'm necessarily the problem. I, I, I was on the call for 13 wins last year. That wasn't, that wasn't by accident. Mm -hmm. I mean, so maybe maybe it's not you then. We need to go with like a, a Christian Latanzio. Do you think Latanzio or Bronico or anybody like that would let you sage them to try to get rid of the I'm, evil I'm, spirits? I'm, I'm up for anything that doesn't mutilate or deform my body uh, <laughs> to, to get this thing turned around. I don't think anybody wants to do that. So we're good. I mean, I, that's I, a low I, bar. I, 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 I count dying of hair, though, as, as, as part of that. All that's, right. that's, a, that's, a, that's a form of mutilation. <laughs> that's, that's such a low bar. If that's the bar, you do not have to worry about that. That's Willie P, the dynamic voice of Charlotte FC, joining us in the Planet Kia studios. You can hear him on the call for any Charlotte FC match right here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We appreciate the time as always, man. Thank you, guys. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.